squads of clone troopers. They've updated their armor. Look at this. These are not clone troopers. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to tell you. These are our replacements, if you can believe that. Soldiers of a republic that doesn't exist. These recruits come from all over the galaxy and swear loyalty to the Empire. They're not as skilled, but there's an endless supply of them. Numbers aren't everything. I figured you'd show up. I was hoping for the whole squad, but you'll do. Holy cow, Harry. Wow. That was a freaking amazing episode. It was really good. Literally the best Bad Batch episode that has come out ever. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. Like, seriously, so cool. So many things to go over today in this episode. So many awesome things. And we are going to tackle this one. So let's get started. Let's do it. You're listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast, your home for Star Wars news and more. Okay, guys, this episode is going to be the best Beskar Brothers episode thus far. We're going to knock your socks off here. right? <laughs> yes, we are going to be talking about episode 14, War Mantle. But first, let's do some Star Wars quick facts. Let's get to it. Alrighty, guys. So, one of the amazing quick facts that I found out about, actually. Uh, Derek, did you know that the TIE Fighter sound effect is partially made from the sounds of an elephant? I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it always sounded like... Now that you say that, yes. It that makes sense. It sounds like an elephant. Yeah. But I had no idea that... Was yeah, an elephant, you know? <laughs> yeah, because according to the film's sound design team, the sound effects used for the TIE fighter planes combine samples of bellowing elephants and sounds of cars screeching wet pavement. That makes sense. Yes. Well, combining those two things, um, screeching wet pavement from cars and elephants, how the heck did they come up with that? You know, the sound design and then everything, just learning about that is just like, what the heck? I know. How did they know? You know, what did they go through to find that out? Oh, yeah. It's, at least to me, like, it's just so unique, too. Because when you hear that sound, you're like, oh, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's a TIE fighter. You exactly. Know? Like, the TIE fighter sound is one of the most iconic sounds of Star Wars. Absolutely. And so it's just amazing. Like I said, it's amazing what the sound effects um, and sound design studios of Lucasfilm were able to create. Oh, I mean, yeah. lightsabers blasters we talked about this last week you know when when a new hope or i guess yeah new hope yeah and when a new hope came out um it was the first episode of star wars and so none of that was actually in existence beforehand Mm -hmm. and so the fact that you know tie fighters i mean i love tie fighters they are my favorite Oh yeah, dude. Ship out of all of Star Wars. Same for me. You know, I would I would pick a Tie Fighter over the Millennium Falcon. Same. 
you know, and not a lot of people would. So yeah, as uh, Ray would say, you know, the garbage will do. Yeah, the but, garbage will do. <laughs> not send the Millennium Falcons garbage, but uh, but I, I'm definitely sure isn't. that if uh, Poe and not Poe Finn and Ray mm-hmm. found a Tie Fighter, they, they would have taken the Tie Fighter first for too, sure. So. Yeah, cool yeah. fact about the TIE Fighter. Yeah, really cool. Elephants and, and screeching tires on pavement. That's yeah. crazy. Okay, Harry, um, I'm sure a lot of you guys know this already, but um, I've got a bad feeling about this. Uh-huh. Uh, that quote is in every single movie, whether it's a person um, in The Last Jedi, it was BB-8. Uh-huh. Um, he said it, when, and then that's when Poe said, happy beeps, buddy. Yep. Um, so, yeah. I I love it because, you know, I've got a bad feeling about this. It's either Obi-Wan, you know, or something, somebody, or Han Solo. Um, but I am just so excited about this podcast, this episode in specific, that, Harry, I have a good feeling about this. <laughs> so do I, brother. So do I. Okay, Harry. So we did not have any submissions in the BeskarBrothers.com survey mm-hmm. this week. So we're just going to skip over that part. But if you want to be on the show... Make sure to get to bestcarbrothers.com and fill out that survey. You're listening to the Best Car Brothers Podcast. To be a part of the show, go to www.bestcarbrothers.com to fill out a survey telling us what you want to hear, what you liked, and what you didn't. New entries will be featured in new episodes. So log on to www.bestcarbrothers.com today. Okay, War Mantle, holy crap. Like I said before, like I've said already like two or three times in this podcast, <laughs> best Bad Batch episode ever. Yeah, I 100% agree Holy you, crap. I, like, like I said last week, I want there to be um, Stormtroopers. Storm I want there to be Stormtroopers. I, you know, I said I loved it when we saw them. In the seventh season of Clone, Clone Wars. Wars, and I, I just love them. They're amazing. So, Harry, what was your before I get ahead of myself? What was your yeah. initial reaction? Well, I'm kind of with you there on the stormtroopers. I'm glad we we actually saw some stormtroopers because I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of a very big fan of them as well. Um, I, overall, it just because with Infested, it kind of led up to. Um, to this newer episode, and it was, you know, because last week I was, I was, a little, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bummed, right? Because I'm like, ah, not as, as much intensity, but you know, every story has to have, you know, you know, do some sort of little mission before you get into the big nitty gritty, you know. And so right. I think we're starting to get into that, especially towards the end of the season. Um, but overall, I thought it was, I thought it was excellent, um, great storyline, and um, honestly, I loved the emotion the characters had especially towards the end. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I really enjoyed it. It was awesome. I loved it. Um, so I just want to point out something. Um, kind of towards the beginning of the episode, we see a clone running a- away. Um, obviously, it's, it's hard to tell who it actually is, but mm-hmm. it ends up being Gregor, the yep. clone commando. Super cool guy. Um, but he gets stunned by a stun blaster Mm -hmm. and then he keeps walking, you know, and every time I've seen somebody get stunned, it's, that's it. Yeah. They're, they're they're on the ground. They're staying there. And I thought it was interesting how, um, you know, he was able to limp and walk a little bit more. And then, um, 
later on in the episode, he or you know they stun a clone commando mm-hmm. again, and they you know Hunter shoots him with a stun bolt like three or four times yeah, before times. he actually you know hits the ground. Yeah, and so I'm wondering if either their armor's better or if they're just genetically immune to it, and you know better. And can, you know, resist those sunblasts. Yeah. So if you know, uh, let us know by going to bestcarbrothers.com and filling out that survey. Mm-hmm. Um, but my initial reaction was, holy crap, holy crap, holy yeah. crap. <laughs> best episode ever, best episode ever, best episode ever. Stormtrooper, stormtrooper, stormtrooper. Stormtrooper, man. <laughs> um, Can't get enough of those, Seriously, man. it was the best episode I can't stop talking about. I couldn't stop thinking about it at work. Um, I was telling my coworker, I was like, I just want to go home and podcast about this because I can't get it out of my head. It is just so amazing. There are so many cool things that happen. We're going to be talking about Easter eggs um, that we saw or, or little subtle nods to um, what's, what's to come um, and what exactly is War Mantle. Um, so I'm super excited. Yeah. So, Harry, um, Easter eggs. Yes. Let's talk about those or, yes. or you know, little subtle nods mm-hmm. to what is to come. Oh, yeah. Um, now, towards the end of the episode, um, we got a little, you know, a, a fight. Yeah. A ship to ship fight. Yeah. Um, where they were in the shuttle, Wrecker was in the back on the, on the rear cannon. And there were just these fighters coming at them, you know, the, and they were, I don't know how, I play Battlefront 2, and so they're the interceptor version of, you know, whatever whatever the clone ships are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we see those ships come at them, and the only thing I could think of was, that's a TIE fighter. Yeah, sounded like it too. It sounded like it, the laser blasts, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't, you know, elephants and and screeching tires yeah <laughs> but you know it was it was cool it was it was the first kind of tie fighter and and i had thought about that before how those kind of look like tie fighters but i'm like you know not really but then that's the only ship yeah that yeah they had i was gonna say yeah like they didn't have their version of the x-wing Mm-mm. um or or anything like that it was just that one ship and there were tons of them mm-hmm. and it just it looked like a tie fighter yeah and so I think that it would be awesome before the series is out. And I know we only have two episodes, but if we saw like the next step in the evolution yeah. of that ship to a TIE fighter. Yeah. And maybe, you know, I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah, because we still are uncertain whether or not it could be one. Right. But no, that would be really cool, though. I yeah. Agree. Yeah. And, and all of this is trying, is, uh, I don't know, it's making me wonder. Because there's there's a scene near the end of Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. where there is the Death Star being built, you know the Emperor's there, Darth Vader's there, Tarkin is there, mm-hmm. and they're all just looking out of a Star Destroyer. We've got Tie Fighters moving, you know, going past, and it's like the Empire. Yeah, there. you know that is the Empire, and so maybe you know like when are we gonna see that? Like how long? past from the events of empire strikes back and that moment right there yeah that's my question and because you know we see all of these 
you know, still Republic things, but like, I kind of want to know still what happens in between. Mm -hmm. And I love how Disney is doing this. They're, they're putting a continuation on to. Yeah. Creating a lot more opportunity. Creating a bridge. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're, they've just got all this awesome stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so in the beginning of the episode, Rex shows up and tells them to go and, and get this get this clone. Um, one of the other things I loved about it was Rex's um, get up. He had that hood, really oh, yeah. cool hood. I'm sure that there's going to be some cosplayers that are going to try and match that. Oh, absolutely. But I just wanted to just quickly just hop out and say, like, holy crap, looks, he looks He looks like a bad legit, day. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, uh, next, next, uh, little, little, uh, Easter egg here, the stormtroopers. Mm-hmm, yeah. Super awesome. They weren't like full on stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a prototype, um, kind of uniform. Yeah. Um, that they had upgraded uniforms. Yeah, not like a pre-development, but kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. That, like a, know? like a first round kind of trial run almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, the original concept art for a stormtrooper is actually really close to this. Mm-hmm. Artist Ralph McQuarrie, who drew the um, Star Wars concept mm-hmm. art, was amazing. Like I love his drawings even to today, and they're just like I don't know, they're just timeless. They are, and very like I don't know, very detailed. Yeah, I love I love the the C three PO R two D two you know and things like that. Like Chopper, mm-hmm, yeah. Chopper was taken from a Ralph McQuarrie art piece, mm-hmm. um, and kind of created like those arms on the side of Chopper. That's Ralph McQuarrie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so the stormtroopers, this uh, prototype armor for stormtroopers, is kind of just that mm-hmm. like it's a ralph mccory um concept art yeah which i thought was freaking amazing um the other one thing that i wanted to talk about was the hallways mm-hmm. yeah um they had those little uh i don't know the lights that are on the hallways mm-hmm. that just scream empire, empire. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh i have told my wife countless times that i want a room uh, like a secret room in my in my oh, house yeah. when we get one um to have a sliding door like a hidden pocket door mm-hmm. and then it opens like we, we can get like alexa or some smart house thing to open it by a certain command or whatever um but then i want it to be like just it opens to this hallway and it's just that well that'd be so that cool. star wars empire look that'd be a lot of work too (laughs) oh yeah it's gonna be a ton of work but i mean you can dream right oh absolutely (laughs) but yeah i i just love that and and you know they were sneaking around the uh that base the uh the war mantle base we'll call it Mm -hmm. and it just i mean it reminded me of what i did what we just watched yeah in a new hope you know they were sneaking around the death star Mm -hmm. um and it looked just like that it did it kind of gave new hope vibes um, to what we were watching. Yeah, just really hinted, like, I don't know. It yeah. definitely hinted towards it yeah, being like, like Empire for sure. And I think it's awesome how they're, like I said, making that bridge mm-hmm. to uh, from the prequels uh, to the original trilogy. Yeah, exactly. And then the next part that I wanted to talk about was something that's been kind of going on the whole 
series yeah. with the Bad Batch, but um, it's that the Bad Batch don't really shoot to kill. No. They stun. And I think it's awesome. Like, even though these are, you know, their brothers, yeah. they're still stunning them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they find out that they're not. And I don't know. I'm seeing some leeway, especially when um, Wrecker comes out when they're trying to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, he just comes out and he's just like, boom, 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 boom. You know, just like hitting all of them and not using his stun blaster. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, you know, as soon as they find out, these aren't these aren't clones. Yeah. They're not our brothers. Nope. You know, then they switch over? Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, we'll most of the guys, you know, with the with the pistols were 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 stunning still, and I think that's cool. You mm-hmm. know, I, I think it's cool how they stun. We haven't really seen a lot of stunning in Star Wars. Yeah. Since you know, the last time we saw it was episode or the last couple episodes of season seven of Clone Wars when Rex was, you know, obviously stunning yeah. his brothers on the on the ship. Um, but this is kind of another time where we see a lot of stunning. And I think it's I think it's good that they're not actually shooting them. Yeah, it's you know, when you compare it to like, I don't know, a superhero, you know, they don't all have the same powers in a way. And so like it just gives a different approach for how they execute their style. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just it's the Bad Batch style. They're not gonna, they're not gonna kill their brothers, even though they are, you mm-hmm. know, just regs. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I I think it's interesting. I mean, this is a whole new dynamic that we don't really need to worry about Mm-mm. in our world. Yeah. Because clones are, you know, not really going to happen spoiler alert no. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you know and so we don't have to worry about that but like if there was an exact copy of me you know and i was <laughs> you know I, if i was jingo fett i don't know like it, i wouldn't want to kill the exact copy of me i no, think that I would, would be either. i think that would bring on a whole new you know ethics code like with k2so and um rogue one <laughs> right he's like don't make me do this yeah. did you think that was me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah so um yeah basically like that was just something that i thought was interesting oh same um the exhaust ports i just wanted to quickly touch i think it's a very very subtle easter egg but um that's how they got out is through the exhaust port, the main reactor exhaust port. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Harry, when is the last time we heard about a main reactor exhaust port? Oh, original trilogy, baby. <laughs> a new hope. Yep. <laughs> when they blew up the freaking Death Star. Yep, which is after this series, basically. Yeah, technically after. Yeah. But I mean, did Galen Urso make this base? Like, Come on, like, yeah, come on. How is it that hard or that easy uh-huh. to escape or blow up a station? No, oh, exactly. Whether it's on the ground or in the in yeah. space. But yeah, so that was kind of just those Easter eggs that I saw. If you once again, if you saw any Easter eggs that you would like to talk about or have us talk about, go to Harry Beskarbrothers.com. Beskarbrothers.com and fill out that survey. 
Okay, we're going to be talking about Project War Mantle and what it is. It's a very simple question, very simple answer, I mean, um, to a very simple question. And basically, Harry, what is Project War Mantle? So Project War Mantle is the transformation from the clone army to the Imperial army. You know, basically it's getting rid of the clones and replacing them with real people. Right. To therefore them becoming trained soldiers. Yeah, exactly. And then that's you know, the clone commanders training them. Yes. So using the knowledge of the clones to train kind of next generation yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's basically what Project War Mantle is. So that's why this is called War Mantle. That's why the episode is War Mantle. Um, it's actually mentioned first um, in Rogue One. Um, just, you know, you, you blink and you miss, but... Um, it's first seen then in the Bad Batch, what War Mantle really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so um, Gregor, I think, explains it the best when he says that uh, we clones are soldiers of a republic that doesn't exist. These recruits come from all over the galaxy. They swear loyalty to the Empire, and they're not as skilled, but there's an endless supply of them. And then Hunter says, of course, numbers aren't everything, mm-hmm. um, which I think that hopefully that is foreshadowing of next week's episode. Yes. Um, I freaking love this episode. It was my favorite episode, like I've said countless times, and I'll say countless times again <laughs> until next week, obviously. Yeah, that might hopefully, change. you know, <laughs> that might change. But Harry, um, real quick, let's talk about what we expect from next week. Mm-hmm. Do you have any... Uh, hypotheses or any guesses as to any, you know. Um... Yeah, for what might happen yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah, for what might happen. Honestly, um, <laughs> it takes me more than just, you know, a day to, you know, come up with a good, like, hypothesis. So, right, right. So bear with me, fans, as I, as I try to explain what I think, you know, over the last couple of hours since I've seen this episode. Uh, towards the very end, when, when with Crosshair and with Hunter... Right. Um, I don't know. I still feel like there's some of a somewhat of a bond between the two of them. Still, I mean, they're still brothers, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and not just because they're literal brothers, but I think there still is a good bond between the two of them. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It, I think that Crosshair is maybe gonna. I wouldn't say you know completely go you know go good again. You know what I mean? Right. But like, I think he's gonna have a little bit of a turning around point. If that makes sense. Yeah towards the end and i don't know (laughs) that's my thoughts (laughs) i think whatever happens crosshair is going to come to a crossroads Mm -hmm. and he is going to have to choose whether he's a stormtrooper or whether he is a uh a clone yeah and you know we're seeing this and i think we're going to be seeing it like a clone uprising. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to, you know, are seeing that. And with um, Hauser, you know, just standing down on Ryloth. And, you know, obviously Gregor here, he doesn't have his inhibitor chip removed. Yeah, exactly. And so obviously he's turned as well. Yeah. Without, you know, losing his inhibitor chip. And yeah. we know that the Bad Batch have their inhibitor chips out. Yeah. Because they took them out on Bracca. Um, but it's just going to be interesting to see how all of this ties in together. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there's enough episodes to actually 
warrant just one season. Yeah. Oh, heck no. It's going to keep going on. I, I hope it does. Yeah, I think it will. I've, I've, I don't know. I've read somewhere that there, you know, there's only going to be one season, but that's what they said about Loki. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. And, and like, I don't feel like we've actually gotten enough of these characters to call it good. Now, there's yeah. a lot more for them to to bring to the table what they're really trying to tell us. I you know, think, like, you know? I don't think that we've... And, you know, we've had 14 weeks with them already, mm-hmm. not counting the, the first couple of episodes in Season 7 of Clone Wars. But, you know, we've had 14 weeks with them, which is, you'd think, plenty of time. But I just feel like there's there's still something there. Everyone says that about Mandalorian too, you know. Yeah. That it's gonna keep going and going, and so yeah. No, I, I feel like it's it, it will. Um, but kind of like when you brought up Loki, how you know they said they'd only make one season of that, but there's obviously gonna be season two for that. Um, obviously we have to wait till the last episode to see if that's gonna happen. Yeah. But from what I can already tell from the story, I think it definitely is. Um, whether this is you know the end of Crosshair, the end of season one, yeah, or who knows, maybe there's more to tell in season two. But at least there's more to tell with some of these, some of these brothers here mm-hmm. for the, you know for multiple seasons to come. So yeah, I think that there's at least three seasons of material here. Yeah, at least, at least. But and you know, I love, love, love everything about this show. And, you know, a lot of people are just like, yeah, it's not that great, but I've loved every single episode, even Infested, even if it wasn't the best. Yeah, I wasn't as invested in Infested (laughs) myself, but no, I'm completely with you there, Derek. I think one of the big things that people, um, at least people that I know who say they love Star Wars, and I'm not saying they don't love Star Wars, but when they talk about Star Wars, they're only talking about the movies. Right. And, like, the movies are obviously phenomenal. Yeah. You know, especially, I mean, I'm biased. The original trilogy is my favorite. Yeah. You know? But other things are great as well. Um, just from the things that I've seen in Clone Wars and obviously The Mandalorian. Um, you know, it's not just the movies. And I'm so glad that Disney's actually taken a good leap of, you want to call it a leap of faith, I guess. Just jump, dive, yeah, dive just, into it. Yeah. Just diving into it. Um, but, uh, no, I, I feel that it's more than just the movies. In fact, this helps a lot with them, um, especially if you are a huge fan of the movies. This really helps, uh, I guess, foreshadow for w- why things make sense between the gaps like Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, or between gaps of Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, or even in between Rogue One and A New Hope. Yeah. You know, so... You know, I'm I'm interested to see. Um, there is a lot of um, talk about um, supercuts right now. Mm-hmm. Like an episode three supercut um, of, of Revenge of the Sith um, would include Ahsoka's side on Mandalore and, and everything like that that season seven has mm-hmm. um i saw on tiktok i think it was today somebody is doing a supercut of all of the mcu movies in yeah. chronological order mm-hmm. so what they're doing is they're I cutting up movies and putting it all in chronological order so if there's something that happened like it starts with like the dark elves because that's obviously yeah what happened first yep 
and then you know it goes into Captain America and then chronologically throughout the years kind of stuff mm-hmm. and if there's something that happened that overlapped then it overlaps and like you know it cuts to that movie it's yeah. just yeah so I'm I'm curious to see if there's going to be a super cut sure. a super duper cut of everything Star Wars oh yeah and that would be a huge one just because you consider all seven seasons of Clone Wars all seven seasons of Clone Wars all of the everything all yeah. of the movies Rebels Clone Wars Bad Batch Mandalorian all, Mandalorian oh. oh absolutely holy cow I would love it oh I would too and you know what else I think that we're gonna start with the bridge between the prequel trilogy and um, the original trilogy but I want to see the bridge between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. Yeah. You know, I think that there's a lot there as well that we can talk about. I mean, I've read the Aftermath trilogy, and that is a good mm-hmm. three books. I would suggest you, Harry, I've, to read those. I've, so. I've heard they're excellent, not just from you, but um, somebody um, that I see at work pretty often. Yeah. Um, yeah, they said the same thing. Um, yeah, they were reading it the other day, actually, so... I love them. I, I listen to them on on on, on an auto audiobook uh, service, and so I I love the heck out of them. They're they're amazing books, and I've read the Ahsoka book and um, the uh, the Battlefront Two uh, Inferno Squad book, which is super cool too. But that's mainly because I play Battlefront Two. Yeah. <laughs> and you know I kind of know that story already a little bit, but it's it's awesome. I have really enjoyed all of the Star Wars bridges that Disney has has built. Mm-hmm. You know, and the foundations are the movies, but yeah. the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty is is what everybody loves. Oh yeah, and we are getting into the nitty gritty with this episode, mm-hmm. and that's why I love it. Yeah, same. But yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Is there anything else that you want to talk about, Harry? Um, no, I, th- I think, yeah. I, the thing that I really liked, um, yeah, like I said, towards the end, um, I think we mentioned this um, in one of our podcasts, whether it was last week or a couple weeks ago. Um, when Crosshair and Hunter, when they, when they are that encounter towards the end, right? you know, because I, 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 like I said, I personally felt that Crosshair might come back for good, you know? As in, in not, you know, remain on the dark side, per se, you know. Um, but, I don't know, just there's always a good turnaround point for everybody. Yeah. And so, and just those, even those little lessons from, even if it's from, you know, a small episode of, of The Bad Batch. I, I like those little, you know, those little things. Right. So, yeah. Um, I expect to see a lot more of them, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and further episodes to come from this show and other shows that Disney puts out because they, they really put it out there pretty good. Yeah, and like you said, I, I really like how you brought that up, is because, I mean, how many times have we talked about that Star Wars is about redemption, mm-hmm. and it's about, you know, it doesn't matter how, how low you are, there's always a way back up. Exactly. And so I think that Crosshair's, like I said, going to come to a crossroads and have to make a decision. And it's, gonna, it's not going to be inhibitor chip choice. It's going to be his choice. Yep, absolutely. And he's going to be able to choose the Empire or his brothers. Mm-hmm. And I think 
it's going to be heart-wrenching no matter what choice he makes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're going to feel the emotion. I promise you that. I'll promise myself that, if too. There's, if there's one thing Dave Filoni is good at, <laughs> it's giving Star Wars fans emotions. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so true. But, yeah, so uh, that's about it for today's episode. Yeah. Um, we are so excited for next week's. And we are actually going to be talking about uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Which is maybe my number two favorite movie of all. So. And it is my number one. Yeah. So, which will give away the rating that I'm going to give it next week. But that's okay. So, But uh, you listeners out there, we are so thrilled to be able to talk about that with you next week. As well as next week's episode of The Bad Batch. So... You know, you know, grab that chair and be fully tuned in. You're going to be on one heck of a ride next week. One heck of a ride. So whether it is your chair, whether it's your car, radio, whether it's, you know, your laptop, please tell your friends to tune in to the Best Car Brothers podcast because we can only do it as much as you let us do it basically absolutely so, um please tell your friends about our podcast we really hope that you are enjoying this we've done a few let's see this is episode four now yeah so you know we have thoroughly enjoyed this um at least i have i don't oh, know about you Harry. oh yes absolutely it's been so much fun because like talking about star wars like <laughs> like we say we could talk about it all day yeah you know there's there's three things i can talk about all day and that's Star Wars, Marvel, and Jesus. Right. So <laughs> I can talk about those three things all day. Awesome. Well, we really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Yep, see you later. Thanks for listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast. Your home for Star Wars news and more. Until next week, may the Force be with you.